0: Hey, guys, it's Jason Webb. This is the show that highlights local business leaders and the movers and shakers of Minnesota. Welcome to Minnesota Made. Welcome, Minnesota. I am sitting in Blaine, Minnesota today. Across the table from me is Rob Applehoff, and he is the owner and founder of Cedar Creek Energy. Welcome, Rob. Thanks for coming out, Jason. It's good to have you. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, Rob, when I walked in here, the first thing that I noticed was, I don't know what you call it. It said Tesla on it in your little uh, mudroom entryway. What is that exactly?
1: It is a uh, Tesla home battery
0: system. Tesla home battery system. And that comes into play with your business because this Cedar Creek Energy installs solar panels, both for residential and commercial. So... I don't know. I'm taking a guess here. If I wanted solar panels, solar energy at my house and I have a, uh, Tesla car that you could help me out with that. Is that right? That we could. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the business first. You guys install solar panels and for both residential and commercial. And, uh, yeah, I, I know I kind of simplified it, but uh, why, would, why would a homeowner want solar panels installed on their, on their house? And a, a typical install, is that on the roof? That's where I typically see them.
1: The majority that you see in urban areas are on the roof, though. You know, we just did put a ground-mounted system down in Columbia Heights. Uh, so you'll get some of those in urban areas, but typically it's going to be, you know, rooftop.
0: Okay. And you got some pictures on the wall here of some huge... Huge ass like solar, what do you call these solar
1: farms? Uh, you know, one is a solar farm, um a couple. You know, one's for a, a private business down in Fridley, which is about roughly a megawatt array. Um, another's for the city of St. Cloud on their water treatment plant, and then uh, you know, a standard homeowner, you know, up in the St. Cloud area. Okay. All right. So we have uh, we have multiple divisions. We have a division that focuses, you know, primarily on residential installs, and then that's mainly in you know Minnesota. We do step out a little ways into neighboring states, and then a division that does commercial installs, and uh, then a division that works with you know solar farms development and installation, you know EPC services, which is engineer, procure, construct, you huh. know more
0: utility skill systems. Yeah. Yeah. You guys do, do it all. Not only helped you, you guys not only help design it, but then you install it and help maintain it. Is that right? Correct. We are a turnkey. Awesome. So, you know, we talked a little bit before hitting the record button. And uh, one thing I found really impressive about your company is the growth. So you started back in 2007? Correct. On your kitchen table? Pretty much. And uh, now you got about 60 employees? Yep. dang man that, that that's awesome, so let's start from the beginning here. Where are you from? Where did you grow up, and uh, w- what led you to the point where you're sitting at that kitchen table and you're like, "Damn it, I got a great idea. I'm going to start this solar panel company and I'm going to kick some ass. Like how did you get from the, from childhood to that point? I guess? I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit.
1: you know I grew up in Watertown, South Dakota. Dad owned a couple auto parts stores, so I grew up there. I mean, I, so I was four years old, I'd go from preschool down to the store and, you know, pretend I worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, i I'm sure I pissed some guys off there, just, you know, running around. and Yeah, you know, auto parts store. Screwing around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. S- so that was kind of what I was going to do. I knew that was it. You know, that's what I was going to do the rest of my life. Auto know? parts? Oh, yeah, I was going to take the stores <laughs> over, and, you know, life was going to be great, so, uh, you right. know. yeah. I was, honestly I was never the best student in school I did okay but yeah. you know, I just knew like nothing else mattered this is what I was going to do That was a calling yeah and, I mean yeah. I started like literally working there like running a cash register when I was like seven years old okay so like every day after school I'm there working till close and every weekend I was there it was just you enjoyed it yeah you're yeah. a hardworking
0: seven-year-old it sounds like
1: I was and I enjoyed the hell out of spending time with my dad oh cool so we'd be there we had we had a side golf car industry where both passionate about golf so you'd either find me there or on the golf course nice still kind of the same today
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not at the auto parts store anymore <laughs> no but no? either
1: Cedar, Cedar Creek Energy or the golf course
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha so you're you're in Watertown South Dakota working with your dad after school at the auto parts store and you know your senior years approaching you got to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life and you're you're just like well are you, are you still set on the auto part thing yeah dead set dead so <laughs> <laughs>
1: graduate like it was all cool my mom would always be on me a little bit about you should have straight a's you should do better in school and it's like it doesn't matter so (laughs) i remember my graduation party she had a miracle on 13th street was a big banner on the on the garage because it was a miracle i graduated and because i didn't care about
0: anything else you know
1: so yep that's what i was going to do 100 percent.
0: okay and did you do it for a while and then what happened that you're not doing it
1: well that so i was going to community college in watertown you know, just getting kind of started out there. You know, just taking basic business classes, accounting, you know, business,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: help. Yeah. Getting a base. Getting a base, yep. Yeah. Even though I pretty much knew what to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm managing the stores. Everything's great. Uh, Dad got really sick, had a bad heart attack. Oh, no. So, you know, still, it was, you know, he, he recovered from that, lived another 15 years after that. So, I was just like, I knew that 19 years old, it's not, I wasn't ready for that. What I thought I was ready for, I wasn't ready for <laughs> Okay. And so I was like, we had somebody actually came and made an offer, a, a car dealer in town to buy our store hmm. in Watertown. And my dad wasn't looking to sell unless I didn't want to do it. So I was like, you know what? Let's just sell it. So yeah. At that point we sold it. You know, we had a good friends in town that owned some car dealerships and I'm like, I'm just gonna go work for them and you know, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah. So did you sell some cars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How'd that go?
1: <laughs> well, it was fine. I realized that, you know, looking at Looking at the guys I'm working with, I realized I knew where I didn't want to go in the future.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) You've seen your future looking at them in 10 years, basically.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. I
0: just didn't want to, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Uh, eh, I got bigger plans than that. Okay, all right. And uh, this is still in Watertown? Uh, That was Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. All right, so you did the car thing. Is that when you eventually, after that, moved over to... uh, You did some real estate stuff here in Minnesota, I believe. I did, so...
1: Had some family that was up here, you know, kind of in the Blaine area, a little north of here, and brother-in-law ran a manufactured housing dealership, and so I came up and I worked there for a little while, um, you know, did some of that, and at the same time, obtained my real estate license, and was um, just, you know, kind of doing those deals. It was still pretty entrepreneurial, kind of, you know, yeah. more or less run your own business, and, you know, it's yeah. kind of always what I've wanted to do.
0: Yeah. All right. So you're in the Blaine area. You got some family here. You got your real estate license now, and you're going to become the next Donald Trump and uh, <laughs> kill it in real estate. But you've seen 2008 approaching, right? You've seen the writing on the wall? Yeah, yeah. 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 And you decided, eh, not for me?
1: Yeah. It's just, you could see what was going on in the subprime. Mortgage market and crash come in. And I basically, you know, I probably had a, my... First son was probably up two, three years old at that point. I'm like, oh, wow. you know, I need to have something old. I need to be more stable than, yeah. than just 100% commission commission working, you know, in that market.
0: So here you are looking for stability and you're like, man, I know where stability is. <laughs> I'm going to start a solar panel company. A little bit different.
1: A little bit different than that. I went to work for a, a steel building manufacturer Oh, okay. as a building consultant for them. And, you know, we would just sell buildings over the phone all over the country. It was kind of like a boiler room type atmosphere. It was really cool guys, um, really successful guys. And it was like, I learned a lot about sales yeah. that I thought I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. So, worked there. Really cool company. A lot of good people. Um, just Turns out their factory was in Watertown, South Dakota, where I grew up. So hmm. it's just really weird how it came full circle. And this this
0: was down in uh, Plymouth, huh?
1: So you know,
0: you're selling what again? Like pole buildings?
1: Yeah, but they were steel structures. So yeah, there'd be people's garages,
0: you know, churches, airplane hangars, yeah, all over. Have you, you know. seen that movie Boiler Room? Oh yeah, yeah. So were you like the the Vin Diesel or the Ben Affleck? <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I mean, it, it, the, it kind of reminded me more of Glenn Gary Glenn Ross in a way because there were good leads and there were shitty leads. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> we just wanted the good leads. All right. How long did you do that for? Uh probably almost two years. All right. And then, of course, it's that 2008 time frame when the economy's crashing and yeah. steel's going through the roof, and the company was great marketers. I mean advertising in every home magazine and yeah i think it just the overhead caught up and all of a sudden there there wasn't much advertising going on anymore so right one of the partners in the manufactured housing company i worked for actually was trying to start a small wind company huh. and just he was doing that and he was doing uh this was, he was doing electric conversions for uh toyota prius to make them you know a gas car a, a, to electric. a battery yeah like a hybrid huh He's, like, doing that out of his backyard? Uh,
0: or do you have, a, like, a legit company going on?
1: No, we had a legit company. Uh, okay. two
0: companies. So. Okay.
1: So I went there. We started doing this and, like, realized, well, this whole small wind thing isn't going to work, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you think it's hard to put solar solar panels in somebody's, uh, like, in an HOA, you know, Homeowners Association? <laughs> Go try to put a wind turbine up there and see what they say. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of Karens running around, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> losing their minds. <laughs> So so we're
1: like, okay, that's not going to work. And so we decide, you know what? Like the state's coming out with a solar rebate. You know, let's start looking at solar. So we start, you know, sell a couple solar projects and, you know, that's all cool. And then...
0: Is it just you two at this time?
1: Or do uh, they have a crew of people? No, no, it was me, um, another guy who was a, a partner in this company now. So we're just kind of doing that. And he wasn't at the time. He helped get it started. And okay. So it was just
0: kind of two of us working and then me and the other guy. Okay. Know, so oh, the, the, the wind the wind turbine thing that would that that you guys kibosh that oh, yeah. yeah, and then you when did the solar rebate thing come about this must have been like two thousand nine ish okay, so you guys seen that and you're like, hey, this might be something yeah, yeah. so we're selling some solar projects, and then
1: you know um, you know XL came out with a solar rewards program which is still active today and just got extended by the legislature for two more years huh. where um you know they were giving rebates. Okay. So, you know, with a tax credit through the government, Excel, yeah. giving a rebate, it, you know, all of a sudden it's making financial sense and more and more people are doing it.
0: Okay. Okay. So we
1: we're doing that. And then on the commercial side, going to businesses and knocking on doors and,
0: hmm. and uh, you know, trying to, trying to develop projects. All right. One thing you mentioned earlier was that I found really interesting is the price, uh, how the price has gone down in... Solar panel installation and tax credit that's attached to it I'm talking more on the residential side of things. Uh, can you throw some of those numbers at me again?
1: I think the first you know residential project we ever quoted was about a ten kilowatt project doesn't mean a lot to most people that size, but you know that'll run at most homes like most moderate standard homes,
0: yeah you know yeah it's a common like size. no hot tubs stuff like that
1: so that project was $120,000. One hundred
0: and twenty k to it, install some solar panels on your roof. Yep. Right. You get a 30% tax credit. Okay.
1: And at that point, that was it. Hmm. So that would create probably maybe
0: $1,000 worth of power a year. That's it? Yeah. 30% tax credit. Now... I graduated from Annadale High School, and my lack of education is going to come through here. So, if I spend one hundred and twenty thousand dollars on some solar panels, and I get a thirty percent tax credit, does that mean I take thirty percent of one hundred and twenty thousand? That's thirty-six thousand dollars tax credit. I might screw screwing that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So
1: rather, you know, as long as you have the tax liability, you don't pay that money in. Okay. Got so it. that sounds
0: really good, but that part, yeah. But there's still the nothing. rest of the payback is pretty pretty ugly at yeah. that point. So yeah. people had to want it. Yeah. Yeah, they have to feel good about doing something good for the earth, or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's just what they want. Yeah, and we still to this day, some people look at solar, and well, let's just say now today, that same system probably costs thirty thousand dollars or less. Dang,
0: one hundred and twenty to thirty thousand. Yeah, over a span of two thousand eight to like twelve, twelve years, thirteen wow. years. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So now,
1: now it makes sense. Now, now it's mainstream. Yeah. You know, for sure. Now you're looking typically maybe somewhere depending on if your utility has incentives anywhere from a you know a six to you know twelve year payback. Yeah. Some people say, well, you know, some people think it's great, and some people are like, well, payback six years, eight years, that's too long. Well, you know, the product's going to last minimum of thirty years. It's warranted for twenty five years. You yeah. Know? You got a hundred twenty thousand dollar boat. What's the payback on that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's their boat. They want they want to do this. They want to you know, right. Whether they want to do it for to get a return, whether they want to do it for, yeah. you know, environmental reasons. It's yeah. like who's anybody else to judge why they want to do it?
0: Right. Like, we're not going to. Right. Gotcha. You know, I, I skipped I skipped something here. So it was you and a couple other guys back in the day. And uh, are these couple other guys still around? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Still here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Matt's here. He's. He's a partner in the business. You know, Alex,
1: he came from South Dakota. He runs our operations. He's kind of the glue here. Okay. You know? um, yeah. You know, the guy knows everything from... He, he's, he was an Eagle Scout. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. He, he kind of knows a little bit about everything. So yeah. once we started building these projects and kind of becoming a real company that had a lot of projects, it's like, <laughs> well, okay... <laughs> You know, we don't know how to build these. You know? we're not. Sh- I mean, we do. We, we hired people that do, but we don't know how to project manage them as well. And we're starting to get, you know, when you have to have one and you can dedicate all your time to it, it's great. But yeah. now when you're working on a bunch of different stuff. So we hired him away from uh, Dectronics, the big scoreboard manufacturer in okay. Brookings, South Dakota. Ah.
0: So um, nice. he's so, here. He's been great. Yeah, good. So you were saying yes, and it's like, we'll figure it out later. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, <laughs> end of the day, I mean, we don't want to leave people high and dry. I mean, we've right? got a really good reputation and you yeah. know, happy customers and we just yeah. know it's kinda of what you know, one thing you gotta do as a as business owner is know how to delegate and know who you can delegate to mm-hmm. and just hire the people, moral and ethical values and mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. gonna do the right thing. Yeah. Because you can't employ sixty people, you can't sit there and yeah, manage everyone every day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, the importance of the people around you and that how your uh, install team really kicks them ass. They do a, a great job, not only on the technical side, but the human interaction side. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Our, we get notes all the time. People send their final payment in and put a note in there and name all the install guys. These guys were great. The project managers, really good communicators. We knew everything that was going on and, like, make mm. sure you tell these guys things. They were awesome to deal with. Mm. Gotcha. It's kind of the culture we've
0: created here. Yeah. What's your role in the company? What do you call yourself? President and CEO. President and CEO. All right. Man, now you're making me a little nervous. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 60 employees started in 2008-ish, and you do both residential and commercial. Is it an equal split between 50-50, you think?
1: You know, I would say from a you know residential perspective, projects are smaller but we we do more residential projects but many 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 times more volume yeah and residential and commercial you know we might go build a solar farm you know one megawatt csg and you know like you see over there on the wall and Mm. and that's about that's about six weeks where the residential projects you know two days oh wow uh where, where
0: are you working at All over the United States or mostly Minnesota or?
1: Mostly Minnesota. Um, We get into Wisconsin a little bit. We'll get into Iowa, Dakotas. We do have some other things a little bit in Illinois. Yeah. 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 We're just, we're pretty good managing our bandwidth. Mm. We don't have to go much further than where we're at to stay, you know,
0: really busy. Yeah. When I think of solar, I think of alternative sources of power makes me think of elon musk and tesla and solar roofs and electric cars and what's your thought on some of that stuff that he's doing or putting out or i think you you mentioned uh do you install those tesla solar bank is that what you call that thing out there
1: we install the power walls and the power packs so the power walls are their you know residential batteries and then they have power packs and other batteries for larger systems so yeah we do install those
0: yeah okay
1: um, so yeah it's it's a good product we stay away from their solar roofs yeah you know just we're not a great proponent of those and there's some competitors coming out with a similar product I heard like well, GAF or something I think it's coming uh, out with something. yeah they probably do Dow Chemical had one back in the day and you know kind of got hot and yeah. when things get hot in your roof bad things happen and so yeah. we just don't really it's just not somewhere we're looking to get involved but yeah we like working with Tesla and their their batteries yeah cars are nice
0: yeah like, it-
1: I don't know if he's more worried about that or you know con- controlling the price of
0: cryptocurrency right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to find out the other day the uh, how relatively affordable a Tesla is nowadays. Like you get a base model for like what 30, 40 grand. Is that yeah? Right? I think
1: like the Model Threes you can you know the the yeah yeah the starters. I don't think they're they're not all wheel drive,
0: and, but yeah you can start there. Yeah okay. So where's the future headed? What do you guys uh, got planned on the horizon? Coming out with your own uh, solar roof that doesn't heat up, or what are you thinking here? No, we're just we're just taking what we're doing and, and trying to do more
1: of it, and, and you know, keep getting better. It's you know, yeah, you know, we talk a lot about continual growth. We got to grow as you know, business people, as you know, individuals, and just yeah, making sure we grow the right way. Okay, we're selective on you know who we hire, and it's. You are know, you hiring now? Absolutely. Yeah. Any positions you're looking
0: to fill? Yeah
1: yeah we're always looking for project developers who are salespeople, you know project managers where you know the more projects you sell, the more project managers you need mm. you know labor market's tight right now, and we're fortunate that we're pretty well staffed, but you know when we run across individuals that you know we feel are a good fit with our company we we find a place for them okay all right and we're we're very, very low turnover in this company. It, people like to work here yeah, you yeah. know I still would say the first project developer. Sales guy I hired, he still works here. Wow. The second employee we had, they still are working here and they're like a site superintendent for us. Mm. It's unbelievable. The guy was a carpet guy, he laid carpet. Wow. But I knew him through past life, you know, and and working with housing and, you know, he could build anything. So he came in and, you know, he's been kind of our lead installer ever since. First electrician we ever hired is still here.
0: Wow. Well, that says something about how you treat your employees, man. That's great. We're only, yeah, it's
1: everybody's important and we're only as good as as they are.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What would be a good client for you? Is it any homeowner or is there a, a particular type of homeowner? Size of home, location of the home? And also on the commercial side, what's a what's a good client for you? Size
1: on uh, residential isn't necessarily that important. You know, we just want to make sure they have. You know, if you have a pretty clean roof, south facing, hmm. east west facing is fine too. Clean roof, not a lot of trees. Okay. You know, we get a lot of people that come and want to install solar, and we look at the amount of trees
0: they have, and it's you know it's too it's, shaded. We say no. Yeah. You know, I don't. Because I mean, in clean roof, do you mean not a lot of uh, gables and? Angles and that type yeah. of thing. Yeah,
1: yep. And not a lot of, you know, sometimes they'll you'll have a lot of vents and things that'll get oh. in the way. If you have a smaller roof and you have a lot of vents and, you know, you have a dormer or a gable, you know, yeah. that can kind of limit okay. what you can do. Yeah. How about on the commercial side? Is there a, a good client, good prospect for you? Basically, any, anybody, the high, anybody. The more load you use, the more money we can save them. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of what we do is like big flat roofs. Okay. You know, we can go, XL has a a program with a PV demand credit to where not only do you get the tax credit, not only do you get, you know, depreciation where there's bonus depreciation, or now where a company can write a hundred percent of that depreciation off year one, uh-huh. you know, on the federal side, this demand credit basically pays them for all the power they produce between one and 7 PM. Uh, so that's, okay. and it's, you know, it's roughly six to seven cents a kilowatt hour. So it's a lot. Right. So, I mean, those businesses will see returns. A lot of times we, just have one client we were just talking with um you are going through their info when you came in, and you know they're looking at like a three and a half year return on a million and a half dollar project Wow, so yeah that's
0: fast, yeah, it's a good way to lower you know your long term yeah. you know expenses yeah that's uh i mean that anybody that's interested in doing it, having that calculation available to them, i guess. Would really be helpful for them to make pull the trigger or not. You know what I mean? If it's we get this thing paid off in three, four years, it's like wow, and it's going to be around for about thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not longer, you know. One thing we
1: want to make sure though is that you know they have some life left in the roof. If they're coming to the end of a of a roof cycle, you know they're better off waiting or you know the schedule for replacing
0: that roof. Right. Right. Yeah, you would hate to put panels on there and then have your roofing falling apart and take the panels off and, yeah. and do all that. It's expensive for yeah. it. All right. Um, well, if somebody's interested in finding out more about Cedar Creek Energy, what's the best way to get a hold of, of you guys?
1: You know, we have a great website. It's cedarcreekenergy.com. Um, you can call us, 763-432-5261. We're in Blaine. You can look us up. You can come in and visit us. Just moved into this office uh March of twenty twenty. Oh. Okay. Great timing. Yeah. We moved in, we all
0: this this was <laughs> moved all in and had to shut down.
1: Yeah, this was all like a big <laughs> warehouse. You know, so we came yeah. and, you know, rebuilt the entire place and put this nice conference room and all these offices and than you COVID. Know, yeah, COVID hits and we can't use it.
0: So <laughs> we're pretty excited to be back in here. Yeah. Yeah. Did that uh, screw things up for you much when people working remotely or did they get through that? Okay. We got through it. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think there was about a
1: first three to four weeks. Like, I don't think anybody knew what to expect. Right. Yeah. And, and then like our residential side just was crazy busy, huh. you know? It, and I think it's just people were sitting at home and they're spending money at their house. They're not out spending money doing anything else. And, you know, people are doing projects. Yeah. You know, you, I talked to a guy at a pool company. He's like, they've never been so busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's so, certain industries that just yeah. went
1: crazy. So we didn't, we were up last year, which is crazy. Huh. Up pretty good. Nice. And, you know, once COVID was hitting, it's like, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Right. Right. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Rob. Applehof Cedar Creek Energy located in Blaine, Minnesota. Give them a call. Check out their websites. Get some panels on your roof and uh, save a bunch of money. I appreciate your time, Rob. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you guys having me on here. All right. Thank you. That's it, guys. If you know of a Minnesota business leader or a mover and shaker that you feel would be a great guest, please have them go to minnesotamadepodcast.com and have them apply for the show. Thanks for listening, Minnesota.